Thank you for joining Dayspring Christian Church today. Our aim is to share the transforming love and power of Jesus Christ. Please enjoy a Sunday sermon already in progress. New Year's Eve. How's everyone? Um, just want to greet you all in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. As we come to the eve, another year, as we the end of 2022, I just want you guys, um, you know, this year tough for a lot of people. Um, there's been a lot of losses. Uh, there have been some ups and some hurdles and some things that all had to overcome 2020. The truth is those things we are still here, still stand. And I have a thing, as breath, body, as long as we're able to wake up in the morning, as long as we're able, we're able to stand, there's still hope. Able to stand as long as there's breath. Church, I want there's still, and we thank God that we are here to cross and we eat a new. So God bless you, greet you, and everyone. God. Thank you, Pastor Tamine, for blessing us. Thank you for all of you that are awake with me right now. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and just wave your hands. If you don't have your camera on, just wave your hands. Some of you, maybe you're wrapped up in a blanket. That's okay. Watching us with your one eye, but that's fine. Just don't drool, right? But we're just so happy that you're with us. And um, uh, the pastors are going to be just sharing and encouraging you as we go through the evening. And then we'll be ready for counting down together, even though we may not be together. And so tonight, feel free to, to crash at the parties, okay? Like people who you may see, maybe by yourself, get dressed to show up at their house, show up on camera if you want to. You can show up in here with me if you want to. And um, let's just have a good time in the presence of the Lord. I'm going to hand over to Jaden now, and Jaden is going to be sharing with you. Evening, everybody. Happy New Year's Eve almost New Year's. Um, first, I just want to take the time to say thank you. Uh, thank you to my co-leaders, Seth, Asia, Tamil, our new members, Robin and Terrell, and also a super special thank you to my beautiful wife, Janae, and co-director of the ministry. Without you, my team, none of what we are doing, none of what we have done is possible. So thank you guys for your faithful service. Love you guys. You know that already. Um, I also want to thank the parents who bring their youth week after week to every event that we have. Um, I think your discipline as parents to pass that legacy down to your youth helps us to have a ministry to run because without them, there is no ministry to run. There is nobody to serve. So 
Um, I just want to affirm you as parents in the fact that, you know, what may seem small to you is a huge thing because, you know, I remember being a teenager and my mom being like, you're going to be in church on Friday night. And sometimes I hated it, but, you know, I'm in church now and I'm active in ministry. And that's because of the faithfulness of my mother. So continue doing that. Parents, we need you. We are all a team. We work together and we need you to continue doing what you're doing. Uh, and we also want to thank the youth who are growing with us as we grow as ministry leaders. We are super inexperienced. We've gone through a pandemic together. We've gone through all these changes and you guys have been so gracious and patient with us. Uh, you guys have given feedback, which we always welcome. And it's been an amazing time getting to know you guys and just having a space where we can all grow together. It's been an amazing thing. Um, and of course, we have to thank God, all glory to him first for everything, because it's all for him. The ministry is his. It's not ours. And we just thank him for his faithfulness and all that he's doing. Amen. Um, as I said before, we, we had a really great year. We've had a lot of fun this year. First of all, uh, we've done some great outings. We had a, a, our annual picnic again. Um, our first in-person change conference since 2019, which was super exciting and a lot of other fun stuff. We did laser tag on a couple other things. So we had a lot of fun and fun needs to happen first before any learning can take place, especially <laughs> with the age group that we have. Uh, we also return to in-person services full time now. We're at Grace Place every other Friday. That's a plug. Parents, you know, where to bring your kids. Uh, which was great because doing it on Zoom was tough for us and them. Um, we also had a lot of youth water baptized. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, again, congratulations to all the candidates. We are so proud of you and the step that you took to make that declaration of your faith. And we see how the Lord is calling you, how he has his hand on you. And I just want to affirm you guys and build you up and say thank you for trusting us as we taught you a lot of these lessons and helped you to prepare for that decision as well. Uh, we also, aside from them being water baptized, we've had a few youth that were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Can I get an amen for that? I'm excited about that. Uh, we had an amazing night of prayer and just seeking the Lord. And it was so amazing to see even some of our quietest youth really just allowing the Lord to use them and just being completely slain before the Lord. Um, it was something that we felt he had promised us and something that we felt he had prompted us to seek as a ministry. And he was faithful in allowing us to see that. So that was an amazing thing to experience. So thank you, God. Thank you, youth, for uh, heeding the lessons and, and allowing yourselves to surrender and receive what the Lord had for you. And we, we just see this year that God has been so faithful. Um, we came into this thing really unsure, Janae and myself, I'll, I'll speak for us because I know that's kind of how she felt too, especially, you know, heading into a pandemic, also in our first year of marriage, 
and in subsequent years going into having a child and navigating that. And it was a huge struggle for us, but we had to continually remember that it was the Lord that was leading this thing and not us. And as we learned to trust in him more, we really saw how he was faithful in trusting us with the ministry, but also carrying us and filling in the gaps where we just didn't have it to give. So we, we are really amazed at the year that we just had, and we are looking forward to what 2023 is going to be for this ministry. Uh, one thing I didn't mention is that we actually started a youth band, which has been a vision of ours for a long time. Shout out to the Royer sisters. Thank you for playing all the instruments. Love you, ladies. Um, and so for next year, we're looking forward to the growth of our youth worship band and seeing some of our youth cross over from that youth band into regular worship because you guys are good. You can sing, you can worship, you understand what it is. So we're looking forward to seeing you use your talent and your time to glorify the Lord in that way. We also have our first youth retreat as a new ministry planned. Thank you, God, for that. We are really excited because youth retreats is, is where lifelong relationships are formed. It's where we kind of have space to, again, just allow Holy Spirit to come in and move. And we are really excited. Um, we are going to be, our topic for the, the retreat is seek ye first the kingdom of God. So we are expecting great things to happen. Uh, we also have some of our youth who will be transitioning into more leadership roles. So again, we are really encouraging them. This is our opportunity to have church and, you know, use our gifts and abilities in that small space to practice for the big church on Sunday. So we're definitely going to have some youth speaking more. We already have youth running worship and we're, we're just going to be helping them to see what their calling is and supporting them as they answer the call and, and move into those roles that the Lord would have for them. And we're also just looking forward to the continuation of all the work that, that God has started. Um, he has planted a lot of seeds this year. We've seen these, these youth grow in their hunger for the Lord, in their passion for the word of God, um, in their understanding of the gospel and what it means. And we are just really excited to see where God is going to take that seed that has been planted. And we're excited to see the ministry grow and glorify God in new and exciting ways. So the scripture that I have for our ministry for this year is a little bit cliche, but I'm sorry. It's, it's what we need. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 29, 11 to 14 says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare, not evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So to my youth, again, um, so proud of where you guys are and so proud of where the Lord is taking you. My one piece of advice for you in 2023 is to seek the Lord with all of your heart. Come to a place where nothing else matters but your relationship with the Lord. 
but knowing him and who he is and what he wants for your life. Because the more you get to understand his voice is the more you'll get to understand what his will is for you. And a lot of times as young people, we feel like we lack purpose and direction. But the only place for us to get that is from our Heavenly Father. You can't, you know, operate a new product that you've never seen before without having the instruction manual that you can refer to and understand how that product is supposed to function because of how the manufacturer designed it to function. So for my youth, stay in your word, keep praying, keep seeking the Lord, keep asking the hard questions because the Lord is faithful to answer. And when there is no answer, he's faithful to comfort us and bring us peace in knowing that he is good and faithful and that we can trust in him. I love you all, my leaders, I love you all. We are so excited to see what 2023 has in store and happy new year. Thank you, Jaden. At this time, I'm gonna um, hand over to Pastor Trevor and he is going to share with us. I hope everyone can hear me. Um, I can't really see anybody, but um, I know that you're there. Um, 2022 has been quite a year and, you know, I thank God for actually uh, bringing me through another year, you know, taking my family through as well. So we got so much to give God thanks for. And um, I'm actually standing up before you today because there's so much things that I have connected here. It's a new setup um, as I transition to DJ. So, um, as Pastor Dwight had uh, give the word, he gave us the word at the uh, beginning of the year, which was to keep marching. Uh, my question for you is, how have you kept marching through 2022? You know, some of us have kept marching by trusting in God. Some of us kept marching by maintaining our commitment to God, you know, be remaining faithful to God. But as for me, I kept marching by staying focused on God and not allowing things around me to break that focus, no matter how bad the situation was. But through it all, we all kept marching. And through it, we all are still marching together. You know, as we come to the end of 2022, uh, there's a word that the Holy Spirit has just brought on me. And that word um, was just one word, but the word that the Holy Spirit brought to me was mobilize. And of course, you know, when you get a word like that from, from God, you have to ask, you have to ask God for a little more clarity. So um, mobilize is more of a military term, but if I could give you a definition uh, for mobilize, it's to prepare or assemble slash organize or marshal armed forces, military reserves, or civilian persons of military age into readiness for active service. Another definition is to organize or prepare something such as a group of people for a purpose. And, you know, as, as I'm thinking upon this, you know, it brought me back to uh, one of my favorite scenes from, from a movie. Um, I, watch, I watch Marvel movies. So one of my favorites is Avengers Endgame, you know, and in this scene, it's like near the end of the scene, you know, you have the Avengers, you know, fighting, you know, Thanos's uh, uh, army of villains and, you know, they're doing their best. 
they're doing their best to protect uh, this glove that they have. It's actually called the Infinity Gauntlet. And they're doing their best to protect this glove. But, you know, just when you think, just when you think they're just about to be defeated, help comes along the way, you know, and suddenly there's this army of, of Avengers who are ready for battle. But, but my favorite part is, is when, is when Captain America, Captain America, like he, he has everybody ready, he's set. And he says, Avengers assemble. And that means get ready, get in formation. Cause it's about to go down. Right. So, What's God saying to, to us about this? Um, I would say as a people of God, we have been called to, to mission. And when it comes to mobilization, it's all about ensuring that God's people join with him on the mission to the people and to the world. Now, while we are marching and mobilizing, the enemy is out to immobilize us. And when I mean immobilize, immobilize means, immobilize means to prevent someone or something from being able to move or operate, right? Or, or another definition is to reduce or eliminate motion by mechanical means, right? And what the Holy Spirit is saying to, to us here is that the enemy is moving in. You know, I, I remember getting the, the, this vision of, of God of, 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 of just seeing things just like creeping. You're seeing all these like spirits just creeping, like crawling, trying to get into, into your homes, right? And, and, and this, is what, this is what the enemy is trying to do, right? He's looking for an opening. He's looking for an opening to, to get in. He's moving in, moving into your homes, moving into marriages, moving into your, moving into your children, moving into like single parent families. Every, everything that you know the enemy will do, he'll, he'll, he'll come after. He'll come after relationships. He'll, he'll move into those um, relationships and mash up those relationships with your relatives, your friends, He'll, he'll move into your, your health to, to affect you mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, even attack your finances like he's moving in and he's not stopping. Right. And I know I, I know this might sound bad, but, you know, I, I watch a lot of uh, what do you say, these documentaries, videos um, that have to do with like animals being killed, you know, um, and as I, I like to watch, you know especially the ones that include like wild dogs or, or wolves, you know, but when it comes to the wild dogs, like they, they're, they're pretty interesting, but they will swarm their prey and they'll keep nipping, you know, and biting at, at the, their prey, you know, and the prey is, is trying to, trying to defend itself and, 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 and doing twisting around, turning around and it's doing all this thing to protect itself. But every now and then, like, you know, one one uh, wild dog attacks from this angle, another attacks from this angle, and and sooner or later, this animal becomes so tired of 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 trying to defend itself, and 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 it becomes wounded by the the amount of bites that it's taken from these wild dogs, and that's what the enemy wants to do with us. The enemy wants to nip and pick and, and do what he can to get you to the point where you become frustrated and tired where you can't move anymore, where you just decide to give up. So I want to leave you with this scripture. First Peter five, verse eight, 
It says, be sober. I'll read an amplified version. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. devour. So DCC, it's time to mobilize. The enemy is moving in, and like I said before, he's not stopping. But God has us on a mission. And our mission for God is to prepare the people. Just like he's preparing us for active service and we have to be on guard, we have to be ready, but still continue to keep marching and mobilizing. Praise the Lord. At this time, I'm gonna hand over to Pastor Lori and she is gonna share with you. Hello, everyone. It's almost time. It's almost New Year's and I'm still awake. Praise the Lord. Uh, I just wanted to um, take a minute to really um, thank Joanne for uh, leading the children's ministry over the last year, the last couple of years. Just absolutely fantastic transitioning um, in whether it's Zoom or in person and some of the faithful children's leaders and, and uh, support people that have really rallied around her. But just thank you so much, Joanne, for all that you do uh, for our children. And um, we're just so happy to have you. And, and I mean, you have the greatest attitude ever, all the time. Your laugh just is fantastic. So I just wanted to thank you. I know that um, you're always thinking about things. You've already got the schedule and everything done um, for the next few months. And, and we as leaders are ready to go. But just wanted to thank you for that. And I wanted to also thank um, the children's leaders. I wanted to thank um, Carla. You are so faithful. And uh, also for um, Leah, who I, I think they're away and uh, new leaders that we had this year, uh, Brianna Graham and Vanessa Richards, who have done a fantastic job and just, um, you know, kind of came in with a lot of new fresh energy. So just so thankful for you. Um, we had a uh, Christmas bonfire just most recently uh, at Caron's house. We thank Caron for opening up your home. What a lot of fun we had. Uh, it was just such a great time being together and, and great food, great uh, conversation. Uh, we had a foam fest uh, outreach or like a, an outing in uh, July, which was hilarious. And um, we also did a, a women's devotional in the spring. So really thankful for everyone who joined in um, those activities. And we've already kind of got some plans for 2023. Uh, we are going to be doing um, a two-week uh, in-person and, and online uh, mentally healthy faith workshop by Dr. Henry Cloud. So that'll be coming up soon. Um, then we're talking about bowling because why should only the youth get to bowl? Um, talking about bowling, we're talking about strawberry picking, we're talking about possibly um, doing the foam fest again and opening it up to be a family event so you can bring your family uh, escape room I think I said that and then another uh, Christmas event so we got a lot of things kind of planned for the year 
and um, we're hoping that we can get them all done. So one thing that we talked about doing was wanting to encourage people to uh, do outreach. And so we're hoping that these kind of events will be something that'll be easy for you to invite friends to people who are, um, you know, maybe not connected to a church, people who need to be connected to others. And then also just to um, help us in not just in outreach to people to bring them to Christ, which is our ultimate goal, but also people are really hurting and uh, people are lonely and we, we have so much to offer. So we want to make sure that especially the women that are around us, that we are gathering them in and what a great group of women we have. So amazing. And, you know, I always think, why wouldn't I want to introduce them to you all? Because I think they're some of the best women in the whole world. So I hope you feel the same. And we do that. And, you know, I was, a lot of you know, that this has been a challenging year for me. And, you know, as I was thinking today, about what I might say tonight, you know, I just really felt challenged to be, to be open about um, the journey that the Lord has taken me on to, uh, this year. And I want to read something that you could probably all quote with me, um, Psalm 23, and I'm just going to read a, a few verses. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. My mom um, is from the U.S. originally. And um, she has got a lot of good sayings. And one of the sayings that um, she has said to me before, which I think is a great saying, is you can only burn the candle at both ends for so long before you run out of wax. You can only burn the candle at both ends for so long before you run out of wax. And uh, we women are famous for burning the candle at both ends. When there's no energy left, the, the jobs aren't done. And sometimes we continue to, to keep going and trying to do everything. And uh, my dad used to say, you know, Lori, do everything that people want you to do, get all those jobs done, and then you can do what you want. One thing I found is that um, those jobs are never done. <laughs> so I don't often get to do what I want or haven't. And, you know, when we're doing all these things for everyone else as as we women are known to do um it's almost like you know you've seen that picture of a horse and there's a carrot dangling in front of the horse to keep the horse moving along in hopes that at some point he's going to get the carrot and sometimes when we overwork and we overdo um we think we're going to get the carrot but there really is no carrot and Earlier this year, probably um, just the beginning of summer, um, I had been uh, working at a project at work in addition to my regular workload and um, working a lot of extra hours, doing a lot of things, as many of you have done over the pandemic. Um, but I was just trying to keep up with everything. And one night I... Um, was working late again at work. I would be working at work, come back from downtown Toronto and then still work sometimes till 10, 11 at night on work 
before I went again the next day. So it was kind of like going on like that for about six months. And um, one night I, I was late at work again and I came home on the GO train and all of a sudden I looked up on the train and I realized that <laughs> I was not in Brampton. I was somewhere in Mississauga, far in Mississauga. I'd gotten on the wrong train. I was so tired, I didn't even see. And it took me a minute, I'm thinking, how did I get here? Um, and I got off the train and I got an Uber home and I thought, like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just moving, you know, you put one foot in front of the other. And uh, then it was probably like a week later or so, I was crossing the street to get to the office. It's a busy street. And um, one of the cars <laughs> was coming down the street. I was sure I had enough time. And um, one of the cars was it's like they were speeding up. And I remember just saying kind of to myself, go ahead, <laughs> just go, you want to knock me down, go ahead. Like at least I'd have a rest, you know? Um, and that was kind of my indication that I really wasn't in a good place. So, you know, upon the prompting of, of people close to me, those that love me, you know, I, I, I realized that um, I needed some time and I, I've always been one to try to do everything and get it done, but I really feel that the Lord brought me right back to not being able to do that. And this is why this Psalm 23 means so much to me, because it says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. It doesn't say I decided to lie down in green pastures. I led myself beside the still waters and I restored my own soul. It says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. And, you know, if we look back in the Old Testament at Elijah after he had, um, you know, that great big, one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament where he's, you know, um, competing against the prophets of Baal and they're trying to get this altar lit. And it's not lighting and they're cutting themselves. And then all of a sudden he, you know, puts, saturates it with water and it's on fire and it's just this great victory. And then the word says that he goes off into the desert and he's depressed. He's, he's having a challenging time. And then when you read there, the Lord cared for him out in that desert and, and took that time to really um, feed him. And that's what the last five months have been for me, just a time of, of, um, of the Lord restoring my soul and the Lord leading me um, beside the still waters. And, you know, I always have believed and known that the Lord is faithful, but I've always felt that I, you know, really needed to do my part. And what's wonderful to know is that when I don't have any strength left to hold on, that his hands still hold me. And I really feel that I needed to share this tonight because I think there are a lot of women in particular who listen to me tonight and can identify with so many things of what I've experienced this year. And, and you may feel like you're trying to hold on and to hang on. And one of the lessons, and there are many lessons that the Lord has, has just taught me in a different way that I've ever been taught in my whole life, but taught me in this time of, of just coming to a complete stop is that it's easier to try harder and to keep going 
than it is to surrender. It's easier to just put more effort to it, get back up again and keep going, than to trust that he will carry us, that he will help us to lie down in green pastures and restore our souls. And so I want us to be encouraged as women. I want us to be encouraged as a church tonight that you may feel like it's all, it's all up to you and it all depends on you. But I'll tell you what, the Lord has his hands underneath you and he has you in his hands and he will restore you. He will make you to lie down in green pastures and you can let go in his hands and in his arms and let him hold you because there is where all that you need can be found in him. So um, let's encourage each other to just surrender to the Lord. And um, it's, it's going to be a great year. 2023 is going to be a great year, a great year of growth. And um, I'm so excited to grow with you. God bless you. And happy new year in a few minutes. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for your prayers, for your support and your encouragement and uh, just the blessing of the Lord who's been with us through this year. But praise God. I just want to be able to thank you all uh, for your endurance over this past year. I want to bless our pastors, uh, the pastors that have uh, really stuck, you know, through uh, you know, we talked about not only just um, coming out of a pandemic, but leading out of a pandemic or leading after a pandemic or through a pandemic. And, um, you know, all the challenges that we could be facing and faced, you know, as individuals um, in our families, uh, still the, the, the ministry of the Lord was so uh, prominent at the forefront of their hearts and their minds. And, and I just thank the Lord for the team that he has put together and, and the staff too, including Jaden, just their willingness, you know, through all the challenges and stress and so forth that we could be going through in this past year, uh, still trying our best to lead and to lead well and to lead uh, with integrity. I also want to bless our board, our church board. Uh, God has really blessed us with a, a, a working board a wonderful board, uh, diligent and um, and committed and faithful, and a board of faith. You know, uh, they, we kept even through this past year meeting once a month to pray. Uh, pastors did also once a month to, to pray for the church and to pray for you know the requests that uh, come in. And so the board has been diligent in um, in serving you and serving the church and being careful with what the Lord has entrusted. And so I really want to, to bless the pastors and the board. So just raise your hands where you are, you know, just kind of a symbol of blessing them and thanking God for them. I also wanna, I also wanna especially bless and thank uh, those that were faithful every Tuesday evening for prayer. And I know we had a Friday prayer every two weeks also, but the Tuesday prayer group that come on Zoom every Tuesday at 6 p.m. 
And uh, thank you for your faithfulness. You know, the when I look through the list, you know, reflect on this year is the things that God has done, the answers to prayer that God has, um, you know, fulfilled uh, is such a blessing and encouragement and the willingness to continue to uh, seek the Lord on behalf of those and those of you that are also part of the uh, intercessory prayer chat, um, you know, the, your willingness to pray uh, for those requests that come in. And, uh, you know, I just thank God that he's God. You know, when I see some of those requests coming in back to back and, you know, you're praying for one, another one comes in and, and um, you know, we celebrate those praise reports. But I want to thank you for praying and thank you for trusting the Lord and for uh, being faithful. Uh, this past year, I really feel that God has uh, been pruning us. It's pruning us. And pruning is so important, right? There's a difference between pruning and punishing. And some of us may look and say, oh, because we're not whatever, whatever, God is punishing us. No, he's pruning us. You know, confirmation I heard a few uh, weeks ago where a pastor was talking to his congregation or, or to at the conference. And he was saying, you know, uh, you know, there's a reason why God showed him why they didn't as a church grow so quickly and have everything they wanted so quickly. He said, because they would have felt like that's how you do it. And they wouldn't know how to handle challenges. But he said, you know, um, God was building character in us. He's building character in us. And I believe that that's what God is doing within us at Dayspring Christian Church. He's building character in us. And, um, you know, the waiting that we have done, the praying that we have been doing, the giving that you've been doing, the, the worshiping, the serving, you know, um, you know, Tricia, bless you for, you know, leading even through the pandemic now coming into in-person services uh, with the worship. Uh, Robert, you know, the sound and, and Brandon, uh, sound and media, the faithfulness of you guys showing up again, the worship leaders. Uh, those who are greeting ushers, we just want to bless and thank you. It literally could not be done without you. And we're looking forward into the new year as to what God is doing. You know, we met as uh, a few leaders uh, about a month or so ago, and we looked at, you know, what are the vital areas that we need to be focusing on as a church? Uh, because we can either easily be caught in waiting until something happens, right? especially as we're praying, giving towards, you know, this uh, building and we're the home that we're hoping to, to move into. And we could be sitting by waiting until something happens to then get active and get busy. But God was really speaking uh, to us about, you know, what are the vital things that we need to be focusing on now? Um, because the church needs to move forward and the church continues to move forward. And so there are three areas that we thought were vital. Uh, that's going to include everybody in the church being a part of um, so that we continue to fulfill the mandate and the mission that God has called us to. And, you know, the first thing is leadership development. We need to continue to develop leaders. There are those of you that are, are you know, after or during the pandemic, you kind of had a break and now coming out of the pandemic, it's like, yeah, you know, you're still sitting on the sidelines. God is calling you back into re-engagement. And it may not be in the same area, but he's calling you to serve. He's calling you to serve. And, um, and we want to be able to be developing uh, leaders and young leaders alike, right? 
not just the, the adult leaders, but young leaders. You want to see them growing in the Lord and being used in their, in their giftings and being able to uh, help others. And those of you who have been serving for years to be able to be training up some of the young people to serve and um, so that they can grow in serving well. The second area is outreach. As a church, we need to continue to do outreach and intentional outreach, right? Intentional, uh, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, connecting with, with those that are unhealthy in our community, right? Those are unhealthy friends, unhealthy family members who, who, need, who need a health and health that comes from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, we are the ones who's going to be uh, ministering to them. And I want to encourage you to be part of that, but not only just personal as an individual, but also corporate to be reaching uh, those who need to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then also, uh, thirdly, is connection and relationships. We want to go back to deep connections and relationships. Uh, connection as men and women, uh, connection in youth ministry, connections as a, as a church, valuing those connections, doing everything we can um, to foster those connections, whether through a Bible study or fellowship or groups, um, you know, uh, ensuring that we have connections that are, that are lasting connections and that will continue to grow uh, so that we strengthen our relationships, our mission Part of our mission is to, to be able to display through Jesus Christ what authentic relationships look like. And so I, I look forward to people in the community, your friends, families, uh, our friends, family, the people in our community meeting you and being able to connect with authentic people and to see uh, the realness that we bring. And so we're going to be working on that and, and presenting that more to you and encourage you to participate and allow God to speak to you about what he has in store for you uh, for next year. And so I want to read a scripture for you. Um, just really feel that God has been speaking to me about our journey, especially as a church and, and what to look forward to for 2023. What to look forward for 2023. Um, a couple of years ago, God spoke to us to Walk by faith and not by sight. You remember that? Go ahead and just wave your hand if you remember. Walk by, some of you had in your phones. Uh, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. And in our journey of walking, uh, we had to learn to not just be walking based on what we see, right? Uh, uh, that was the year when we had to um, all isolate that was the year when the pandemic hit hard and there was a fear, a tsunami, a fear that really hit um, the world and things that we see and the things that we experience. But we determined that we were going to walk by faith and not by sight. And uh, we held on in prayer and service and we held on in worshiping the Lord. And when others drifted back, we determined that we we're going to keep moving forward. And the Lord then spoke to us in 2022 to keep marching, to not stop marching, to keep moving forward. As you're walking by faith, keep moving forward. No matter what is happening, keep moving forward. And I love that, that, that depiction in, in Joshua as the, the commander of the Lord instructed them to march around Jericho. 
and march around Jericho. And they had to do it once a day for seven days. And on the last day, march around seven times. You remember that? And, and to think of that journey that they're going through, uh, of, of, of just blowing the trumpets and marching, and, you know, it's day, day three, and it's just like, come on, nothing's happening, you know, nothing's moving, we've been doing this for so long, but yet you have to keep the mindset of marching, keep marching, keep putting one foot in front of the other, keep waking up early and praying, keep doing your devotions, keep singing those songs, keep worshiping, keep doing the sound, keep playing the instruments, keep showing up and, and, and supporting and attending. We keep marching over and over. We keep putting one foot in front of the other and day five shows up and, and we're still going and not seeing any results. Right, not seeing any results, and you're trying, and you're praying, and you're, you're you're marching in faith, and you're marching believing God that He's going to do something and use you, and there's growth that's happening in you while you're marching, and in, in your family, in yourself, and there's transition that's taking place. But you determine to keep marching. This past year, no matter what you face, uh, you're here. You're here. You started the year, and now you're here. The last few minutes of 2020. Uh, still serving the Lord. Yeah, we may be feeble. Yeah, we may be, you know, we may be limping. You know, yeah, we may be bruised. Uh, yeah, the, you know, there was, there was, you know, times when we had to let go of things, and times we had to pick things up. But you're here. You're here. You're still here. Uh, your marriage is still going on. Yeah, there may have been challenges and, and maybe it didn't end that well, but, but you're still here. You're still serving the Lord. You still have your eyes focused on him. And you're faithful to keep marching. Yes, you went through grieving and you went through loss and, and the pain that you experienced, the anxiety that you experienced, maybe the depression that you experienced, but you're still here. You're still here in the name of Jesus. The, the God who started the work in you is faithful to complete it. The God who started you in January of 2022 is the God who is now here in these last few minutes of 2022. The same God who sustained you and carried you through of all that you experienced. And if someone told us at the beginning of the year, this is what you're going to go through. You know, you're going to go through this loss. You're going to go through this, this depression. You're going to go through this pain. You're going to have that accident. And you're going to have COVID. And you're going to experience all these things. My goodness, we would have we would have, we would have, we would have skipped 2022, right? But we still marched. We kept marching. No matter what we were facing, we kept marching. You kept showing up in faithfulness. You kept praising God in faithfulness. Yes, you transitioned a job. You may be fired from the job or still looking for a job, but you're here and you're still here. And in Joshua chapter six, God began to show me of that journey. So day spring has walked by faith and not by sight. You decided to walk by faith. Then you decided to keep marching. But then he took me to Joshua chapter 6 and verse 15. And it said this, it says this, on the seventh day, they rose early at the dawn of the day and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, shout, 
for the Lord has given you the city. He told them to shout, for the Lord had given them the city. Down to verse 20, it says, so the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpets, the people shouted a great shout and the walls fell down flat. Did you hear that? After the people marched and they were faithful in their marching, after the people marched and they were weary in their marching and they were tired of seeing the same walls and tired of doing the same march and tired of hearing the same things. Yet the Bible says that when they had were done marching, they shouted and walls fell down flat. 2023 is going to be the year where you see walls fall down flat in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, because you have been faithful, because you have been faithful to hold on to the Lord, because you have been faithful to walk by faith and not by sight, God says when you worship, when you shout, you are going to see walls fall down in the name of Jesus. The walls that you experienced in 2021 and 20 and 2022, those walls are not going to be able to stand in Jesus' name because you have been faithful to the Lord. You have been faithful to hold on to the Lord. You have been faithful to trust him and to take hold of the Lord's promises. And he says, day spring, shout, for I have given you the city. Shout, and you're going to see walls fall down. And throughout 2023, as persecution comes, we're going to see walls fall down. As, 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 as we experience particular things throughout this year that God has already purposed for us to go through, we're going to see walls fall down in our marriages. Walls fall, walls fall down over our children. Walls fall down over our finances. Walls fall down because you have endured and you marched and you didn't stop marching. And even though you may have been weary and wondering what is God doing and not seeing any results, he says, now is the time, day spring, to shout, for I have given it to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So whatever it is, the sickness, whatever it is, the, the, the family situation, whatever it is, the pain, the depression, in the name of Jesus, I declare over us as a church that we are going to see walls fall down. That thing that you've been addicted to, that thing that you've been praying for and hasn't been leaving, that God is going to deliver you of those things. The things that have, have been, been holding you and, and bringing in that discouragement and bringing in the, those, those disappointments, God says those walls are going to fall down in Jesus' name. Be faithful in the marching. Be faithful in the worship. Be faithful in the shouting. And watch what God does in the name of Jesus. Do you know that the Bible said that, that, that these people were told, that the Israelites were told what God was going to do? 
Do you know that they were told that if they just march, if they just remain faithful, if they just obey the Lord, that they're going to see these things happen? Could you imagine them on that day after they march day in, day out, and wondering themselves, I've just got to keep up with the crowd, I just got to keep moving, and, and yet they get to that last day, and now it's a day of expectation, and then Joshua says for them to shout, and they shout. And they shouted and they watched with anticipation. They shouted and they watched as they heard rumbling. As they heard rumbling, that man of sounded like an earthquake taking place. And they watched the very walls that they walked around begin to tumble. A stone after stone, brick after brick, until it was flat, the Bible says. It was flat. And God says that's what he has in store for us in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I don't know what God has in store for you for 2023. I know that he, he has shown me that persecution is going to come and persecution is going to come in such a way that, that our salvation is going to have to be secured in him that our, our, our standing for truth is going to have to be secured in him. We're going to have to stand up and defend the gospel like never before, even, even as, as euthanasia has now become a, a, a law and, and the practice of it is taking place. Uh, we're going to have to stand for truth as people are searching for identities and they're search, searching for who they are. That we're going to have to stand for truth and respond in truth and be girded by the truth of Jesus Christ. And God is going to allow us to see his glory in the name of Jesus. We remain faithful to him. So in his pruning process. We've marched in this pruning process. We we determined to respond in faith. You know that there's there's a, a, a few properties that we've looked at this past year and and just believe in God to say, Lord, if, if you're leading us in these direction, in this direction, then we want you to open the door. And, and a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, Pastor Hugh had the, the prayer drive that was going around the city of Brampton. And, you know, after I finished my route to, of going down, you know, uh, Winston Churchill, I just kept walking. I just kept driving and praying, driving and praying. And I found myself driving up to one of the properties that we we're looking up at Mayfield. And I was just shouting at that property. <laughs> I was just shouting at it, just, just passing buildings, just shouting at it. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. In the name of Jesus, we have the victory. In the name of Jesus, Satan, you will not win. In the name of Jesus, Satan, you will not have control. In the name of Jesus, I will be delivered. In the name of Jesus, we will be set free. In Jesus' name. So church, shout. I don't, I don't care who may be sleeping in your house. Can you just do that for a moment? I know some of you are visiting at someone's house. And you're trying to look proper. But I just want you to take a moment and mute yourself and just shout, thanking the Lord in advance for what it is that he is going to do for you in 2023. Hallelujah! The walls will come down. Every impossibility of 
me. Every possibility over our lives. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Walls fall down flat in Jesus' name. Jesus said, All things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible, church. When you think of your finances, when you think of your relationship, when you think of your family, when you think of the things that are needed, when you think of the things that you've been harassed with and tormented by uh, that seem impossible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Matthew 19, verse 26. And Jesus is looking at them. He says, well, people think, uh, with people, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. In Mark 9, verse 23, he says, uh, they asked him, Jesus, if you can, he says, if I can, all things are possible to him who believes in the name of Jesus. All things are possible. I, Jeremiah 32, verse 17, it says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too difficult for you in the name of Jesus. Nothing is too difficult for our Lord. I don't care what the sickness is. I don't care what the bondage is. I don't care how long we've been going through it or facing it. I don't care what you've been believing for. Nothing is impossible with our God. And we are going to see walls fall down in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you.